The views, informations, or opinions expressed during the filming of this podcast are solely those of the individuals involved and do not represent any church affiliation of hosts. Ray Nalkin, I want to welcome you to the Not Safe for Church podcast, where we serve the saints and the ain'ts. I am your host, Ray Kent. I want you to like, comment, and subscribe right now. Subscribe right now and send this to five people right now. Send it out. Send it out. But I want to welcome my co-host. We have Luna Daniel back in the studio. Ooh, Luna, you bouncing on it. I'm kidding. <laughs> oh, my gosh. We got Phil Turner here. Come on. And we got a newbie here, Renee Anderson up in the building. Hi. Coming in a hot. I like that blue on you. Thank you. Oh, you my. Oh my! Well, we're gonna start tonight. Oh, oh come on! I always and the hair, uh, should we call it the haircut? Man, okay, Phil, round of applause. I, I did, yes. Stop it. Y'all oh, been tuning into to not, my stories. I did not want to chronicles. Yes, I did not want to sit by Phil today because he has a haircut and he does. He looks really good today, I and appreciate I, that. I appreciate uh, that. don't. I you know I'm never like intimidated. But like it's just like man, I don't have no haircut. I have this. It's okay, You're but in the I do industry. have on this shut I'll up and pray hat, and it will be available to buy. So you guys, if you like this hat, Where I'll have the link. It? And in black uh, as well. It is right? in black too. Yeah. You know, looks so good. And I'll talk about it later in the episode. But let's get into the altar call. Uh we're gonna start this episode with an altar call. Some people may be asking what is an altar call? An altar call is where we call out some of our brothers and sisters who may be in need of prayer. So the first thing I want to ask is how was your Easter weekend? How was your Easter weekend? What did you guys do? Did you guys go to church? What? I went to church. And then I had a little Easter egg hunt with my godson. Come on. It was a ton of fun. Um, I'm sure you had more fun than me, though. What did you do? Uh, I didn't go to church on Easter for the first time. I wasn't singing. Um, I helped uh, SJ, uh, the Vegas Planners. I helped do a brunch um, at this house. And it was just super nice. And then after that, we went to T-Bones. And we had mimosas. And then after that, I gambled and lost $100. And then, uh, oh, we were together oh, after that. Yes, and then we I went. Forgot. Oh, yes, then we went to Julie and Tommy's house. Julie's from episode one. Oh my god, we had a good time. We had such a good time. I forgot. About we had it. so much fun. I missed my workout the next morning. It was crazy. See, I was not at your level, but it was fun. <laughs> what level? The level of the spirit. Jesus got up, praise and yes, worship. Amen. He is risen. Hey. Woo! <laughs> Renee, Hallelujah. What did you do? I actually celebrated my mom's passing of her six-year anniversary. Oh, my God. Yeah, so I just honored her this weekend by just really relaxing, watching her video that um, played actually at her wake and her funeral and stuff. So I kind of put that on, enjoy it, really feel my feelings. And so it was really beautiful, actually. That's I nice. felt really at peace. That's cool. Yeah, How long nice. has your mom been gone? Six years. Six years. Wow. That's yeah. crazy. Yeah, it's been, I moved here six years ago, so. Wow. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it wow. all happened really fast. Jeez. Yeah. Oh my gosh! Wow. But she said it was a beautiful, nice. It was. It was so great. We need to be happy. I'm yeah. Yeah. No. I'm like celebrating <laughs> Viv. Love her. She is maybe who I am. Celebrate so. her yeah. life through. Yeah, for sure. That's so amazing. Yeah. Phil, what did you do? We went to church mm. Saturday night instead of Sunday. Then we relaxed Sunday and hung out with the family and the kids. Played basketball with little man and did gymnastics with my girl. Try to keep my knees Wait, you did you did gymnastics with your girl? With my little girl. Oh, your oh. daughter! <laughs> <laughs> I was like, wait, <laughs> praise the Lord. Wow. I'm 
really not trying to give. I don't want no more episode ones, y'all. I literally, I'm singing you again. You started it with saying, Luna, you're bouncing on it. Like I know, I'm you serious. Started it off I don't. Wrong. I love the Lord. I'm not trying to go back, y'all. I'm really <laughs> trying to. Children and my family. You just, you said, well, you know, people say my girl. People like my girl. Yeah, like I really thought you meant with literally. Your wife. I, was like, I knew no. you were talking about your children. You. I'm not sick. Pure like hard this. mind. Y'all just nasty. No, you're we're disgusting. just honest. We're just honest. See, the Lord has saved me. Right. Something I realized. <laughs> something I realized is people have a problem when they are challenged or corrected, particularly in church. I was watching this video on Instagram, and I was reminded the whole book of Proverbs talks about how to gain wisdom. One of them, one of the themes in that um in that um in that chapter is a lover of rebuke. Um, one of the themes in that chapter <laughs> is. Uh, if you want, if you're wise, you are a lover of rebuke and correction. See, obviously, I don't like rebuke or correction. I'm kidding. I do love rebuke or correction, but don't do it publicly because if you do it publicly, I will go off. All right, praise the Lord. Uh, my question is, why do we think there is such a gap between the world and the church? What will it take for Jesus to really be for everybody in those environments? You know, I think about the Easter messages, and this weekend I heard so many messages about love in church. Like, oh, you know, Jesus loves you. Jesus loves you. Jesus loves you. And I feel like on Easter we're, we welcome everybody, but like. Let's be honest. Next week when people come back and they bring their real selves, I don't, you know, I don't, mm, I just hope those words hold a lot of weight. Yeah. It's what do you mean by that? I just think a lot of times uh, we, and I say we because like I'm still a part, like I think people preach like all oh, this, like, you know, Jesus forgives and like there's grace but like when really people start having real life stuff, it's kind of like, man, this is too messy for me. Let me walk away from it. And so for me, uh, I even think like, yeah, I don't. Yeah, that's what I think. So oftentimes the church can be double minded. Yes, it can be very hypocritical, but it's ran by humans. Right. Yeah. Um, the that's passage in James kind of comes to me in that as far as being uh, not a Bible reader. <laughs> he said in James. Well, just, Woo! you know, being double-minded um, creates, you know, instability in yeah. all your ways. That reminds me of the church in a sense because if we're being double-minded, we're, we're welcoming people with open arms, but then we're judging people and not being humble in a sense on the other end. We're being double-minded, yeah. which would make sense on why things seem so unstable and yeah. disconnected. Um, I think, speaking of Easter, it's like remembering the sacrifice that Jesus did for us, right? Yep. So you have to choose every day to separate the flesh from the spirit. And yep. sin is the flesh, right? Yep. So it's like if even in the church, if we're not actively pursuing that every day, you become of the world. You become of your flesh. But what is the world? Your, I, I say your flesh if it's separated from the church, right? Like, like uh, when you say of the world. Why well, they the world? I mean, I feel like you're just distant from God. I don't know. But what? how do you get the glory of God? What do you mean? Like, what's separating you from having the glory of God if you're in the world? You're it's not sin, doing right? life with... Yeah, sin. It's, sin is what separates you from God. Yeah. Absolutely. So, so. It's, it's in the flesh, right? So it's, it's it's more... It's spiritual versus the reality, right? But yes. if Jesus was standing in front of you right now, and he's like, hey, for all the sins that you're doing today, I'm going to go up on the cross. Yeah. You would probably live your life a little different. Yeah. But it's hard for people to choose that, that every true. day to wake up as if that's real yeah you have to separate it because you're gonna like you said you're human you're gonna go in the direction of what yeah. you see each day yeah and you have to pursue that daily yeah. to be separated from that yeah i just think that i just know like just thinking about easter and church and like i don't mean to be like 
hypocritical towards church because, I mean, I go to church every week and I love the church. But I think that we just have to get to a place where we really mean what we say because if we mean what we say, Jesus will really be for everybody. Like, I should not have friends that feel uncomfortable to come to church. Yes. Like, that's weird to me. Like, if this is a place for people to come that that need help or are trying to find, I don't think, nobody should feel uncomfortable. You know, Renee? So I grew up in a home where, like, my mom said I was super Catholic. Yep. It was hardcore. And you didn't have a choice but to believe what they were telling you. And I hated that it was being shoved down my throat. Yep. And now I'm at a place where I'm more willing to be open to, like, learning new things as far as spirituality and religion yeah. because I've come to it on my own terms that I want to like actually see that. Yeah. So I think it's, you have to allow people to have their own faith and figure out what that is and let them feel welcome. It shouldn't be, this is how you have to do it. This is what you need to do in order to be a good Christian Catholic, whatever. Yeah. It's just, if you want to be a good person, be a good person. We accept all people that come here, yeah, you know, because yeah, like we all do sin, you yeah. know, for me to say, I don't, sin is a lie you yeah. know yeah, like but this. i try for redemption right yeah. and so like that's what made me search for faith yeah, yeah. like it's okay to come broken but you shouldn't mm -hmm. leave the same way i yeah. agree i agree and like all the issues that come from it are it's never the bible it's never jesus it's never god it's people yes. in the church that yes. make people uncomfortable it's art it's like people's opinions yes. that leave a bad taste in people's mouth yes. like they feel uncomfortable coming to church because somebody told them that they can't be there because they are like what's something like they so, had like, an you affair have to drink their, yeah right. or exactly. they they like got drunk the past weekend like it's yeah. always people's judgments that leave that bad taste so and it's just crazy that like i feel like even you know like for me like people are like uh people are like uh <laughs> i don't even know how to say this so they were like why don't you sing here no more sing there no more i'm like you know sometimes people have a problem with me being real you know what yeah. i mean like but like me being real about my sin, what is it for me being real and then you being quiet about yours? Mm -hmm. That's a word. <laughs> I'm putting my stuff out there. Yeah. I'm letting you know where I'm at. But yeah. you, but, oh, but you better because you're quiet about it. Yeah. Okay. You're Praise just in Lord. alignment with yourself and you're figuring it out. Like, And I'm going to be honest on the journey. On yeah. the, you know what I'm yeah. saying? But and church should that's be respectable. a place. <laughs> you know what we have to tell those people? <laughs> What is your hat saying? <laughs> Shut, Shut up, up and pray. And pray. <laughs> you got opinions? You did. Shut up and pray. Well, we're going to get into this ad real quick. Um, Bell Solar and Electrical System. They are women-owned and operated. Been in business for 15 years. Best of Las Vegas for two years in a row for both solar and electrical categories. A-plus with the Better Business Bureau. Founding partners with Henderson Silver Knights. The CEO was awarded Forbes 30 Under 30. The CRO was on episode 8. Make sure you check that out if you have not. They are all about giving back. They have given over $100,000 to nonprofits. Check out Bell Solar and Electrical Systems today and make sure you tell them i sent you because i want that commission so i can keep on doing this dog on <laughs> podcast we're gonna get in today's topic our topic today is relationships um i don't know where you stand relationally some of you may be dating some of you may be enjoying the single life and others you may others of you may be happily married however i think all these areas relationally are important to us individually so today we will discuss the highs the lows and the in-betweens of singleness dating and marriage. Well, y'all, here we are. Do you want to start us off right now? Where uh, do you stand? Absolutely. Tell the people. Talk to us. Where do I stand? Why are we starting with me? I know. Because you're our, you know, our great host. Um, where I stand relationally? Um, 
I'm single, ready to mingle. You're not dating? I am, I wouldn't say I'm currently dating anybody. I mean, but I'm open to dates. Mm. Mm. Explain that. I'm open to, <laughs> I'm open to go on a date with somebody and hang out. Have you, you, be, you haven't been dating though? I haven't, no, I don't know. Take I have not, no, I have not. I have not found anybody that I thought was uh no, I have I'm not dating currently right now, today. Okay. <laughs> I'm here recording. Today. I'm here. <laughs> I am here recording a podcast. That is what I am doing. Bill, what are you what are you? Happily married. Happily Aww. married. Happily, happily married. Happily cool. married. Let me cater to you. Hey. Baby. You know No, I hate that song. Why? Oh God. Here we go. Talk about it. Why? Why? I hate that why why would I want to cater to a man? A grown man? I have to disagree. Mm. I Talk actually love him. living let in my know. feminine and I would love to cater to Ooh, my let man. Know. If a man made me submissive. You didn't hear the last part. What? If what a man made me submissive, but that means yes. I would have to live in my feminine, not in what, my masculine. What makes you submissive? To, what characteristics make you submissive? I want someone who's going to take care of me, Her. like my um, <laughs> emotional needs, <laughs> uh, my physical needs, but also like financial. Financial, yeah. But like, yes. are you giving me stability? Yes. Are you giving me a reason to right. want to cater to you? Have you been working all day exactly. long? Can I make you food? Can I clean up after you? Can I switch the laundry for you and make sure that your day's okay? Can oh. I drop off coffee to you? Okay. Like, I want to be that person. I love being I love that person. So I like giving, that. You're giving above the 50. Yeah, I love I like being that way. I love relationships. I love being in love. <laughs> If I can be that way, that's how I want to be, and that's the partner I want to be with. So I feel like you, it should be that way, though. Like, if I'm always giving more to you than anything I ever expect back, and you're doing the same, we should mm -hmm. always be in a good place. But do you cater to your wife? Absolutely. Okay, okay. I could deal with that. It, it has to be like 70-30. <laughs> you know, he has to cater to me 70% no, of the time. Oh, no. I think in a relationship, you are always constantly giving, like you're outdoing you each other with love. Yeah, like, I want to outdo whoever I'm with with love. Constantly. Yeah, but that song was not about love unless their love language is like acts of service. Like Man, that run the song. song so we can hear it. Let me read the lyrics. Don't don't get copyrighted before we get this thing running. <laughs> well, I know Michelle Williams. Michelle, I, I DM'd you like my daddy told me to. And I need you to come on the show, sister. Okay. Michelle Williams. Make sure y'all send this to her. Tell her that I've been trying to get her on here. I did I didn't message her though. I did. My she's daddy. So but beautiful. she's so busy. I know she had that movie come out last weekend. But Michelle, I need you to come on the show, sister. We can talk about mental health. Girl, I you know. We're from the same place, sister. Yeah. All right, I love my, my mom. Saying background from Michelle, I haven't known her. I don't even call her Michelle. I call her T. Uh, she's just a great person. I just love her. A good spirit, good energy. <laughs> Phil is about to get kicked out the chair right now. Out the chair. Um, I'm gonna look up cater to you lyrics. Yeah, cater to you. Hey, let me cater to you lyrics. Oh. All right, the yeah. song lyrics say. Baby, I see you working hard. I want to let you know I'm proud. Let you know that I admire what you do. The more. If I need to reassure you, my life would be purposeless without you. Hell no. Let me tell you that part. Wait. <laughs> the devil is a liar. My purpose comes from God. That, Ooh, that I don't was, like this song no more. I, I life, love Cater to You, Michelle. I have so much purpose, with or without a man. Got Ooh. me messed up. But <laughs> Isn't he supposed to help you but along I the purpose? I think when you are Jesus in, is. I think when you are in a relationship with somebody, your purpose excels. I think like, your relationship should be your resource to your purpose. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's good, Phil. I don't know where you heard that at, but that was good. That was good. I don't like it. Uh, are you serious? <laughs> a resource to my purpose? Absolutely. Your relationships. 
all my even my friendships Absolutely. feel fuel my purpose. Absolutely. I think sure. that's different than okay resource. Every relationship resource to fulfilling your purpose. So is they a resource aid you to me. in achieving the purpose that you had prior to them. That's your what you're whatever the your purpose, purpose that God has given you. Whatever God has given you is a purpose. I don't think purpose changes. You sure? I don't think your purpose changes. Uh, I think it may look different. Oh, your different purpose seasons. can be the same. Yeah, absolutely. Yes. I agree. This is like a I debate agree. tonight. I don't want to be a debate. You didn't look. You ended the song right there. Because Luna, just they keep going. It's garbage. <laughs> All right, Luna. You didn't talk about. Uh, I'm dating. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. Talk Period. About it, Dan. Go ahead. Any other comments? Um, no. All right. Praise God. All right. What are your non-negotiables and negotiables? And y'all, I want to start this one out because I have brought my brown book tonight from my counseling session with Janine. And um, I'm going to read some of my negotiables and non-negotiables. So my non-negotiable is this. <clears throat> no, I'll start with the negotiables. I ain't going to read all of them because I know some of y'all, that you know, the people dress up as sheaves as wolves, whatever. You know what I'm talking about? Mm-hmm. Wolves and she's clothing. Oh, there so, you go. You know, they're trying to act like they, what I'm looking for, but they are not. Trying to pretend. Well, I've had a lot of pretenders. I had, No, I haven't had a lot of pretenders. Have I? No, usually people be up front with me. I just be like, I just don't like when people lead. Do you not accept what they say up front? I don't. I don't trace. I don't trust <laughs> nobody. Uh, my you, issue what, is what are your words? <laughs> no, but for me, it's like somebody will be so upfront about who they are. And I'm like, but they could change. Like God is so powerful. Like, he could fix him. Mm-hmm. But they do change. They can, but I'm not patient enough. But, but when you, you get into a well relationship, too. you have to get into a re- relationship no, like, with knowing who that person is. But what if your non-negotiable is like um, good with their finances and you just don't have the patience to wait for them to get that together? That's what I'm saying. It's not like the Lord, like, you know, bringing them out of, like, an addiction or something like that, mm-hmm. you know, I, I right. would have more patience with. But, like, like if they were, like, gambling their money away. Isn't that an addiction? Is, is gambling an addiction? <laughs> it is addiction, yeah. <gasps> oh, Lord. Now, what if yeah, you find somebody that, that kind of meets all your non-negotiables except the financial part? Oh, I don't think that's actually, it is a non- yeah, it is a non-negotiable. I was saying that as an example. <laughs> Um, <laughs> Luna needs a man with finances. He cannot be 65? broke. <laughs> what? All right, I'll just be my non-negotiable. So I want to be serious. And like, I really the reason why I did this is because I found out that I kept on like dating the same people, and it like kept. And I was like, I got to get something together. So these are my um, non-negotiables: loves me for me, loyal, reliable, honest, loves God. Adventurous, fun to be around, understanding, down to earth, healthy, manages money well, and someone who works hard. I have a question about healthy. Mm-hmm. What if they're like ill? What if they become ill? Well, oh. I mean, of course, you're going to be there in sickness and health. So, wait. Those were the ones that are negotiable. No, those are non negotiable. So, if they're not healthy. <laughs> What do you mean by healthy? You mean like fit, athletic, athletic working out, not uh, actually having a healthy you know, a health I mean, issue. That's and that's one of the reasons I started working out because I'm like, how can I want somebody? Yes. You know what I'm saying? Yes. I'm like, and I got seven stomachs. Yeah. <sighs> you know what I mean? Like, no, I'm, I'm not. Yeah. What are y'all non-negotiables and negotiables? I don't ever really think about it, but I feel like mine are always switching. Like as I'm growing yeah. through relationships, I'm realizing like what is a non-negotiable and what's a negotiable. And I feel like, it's okay to have expectations and standards, but it's like you have to love the person for who they are. And if you just feel like whatever they're bringing to the table per them is not what you want, then you got to let it go. 
Mm-hmm. But I, there can't be something like, obviously, I just really don't want someone who's lazy, playing video games all day. Like, I'm a productive person. I'm going to yeah. be like, why are you putting your energy there? Unless you have a reason to be a gamer and you're making money from this or you're like getting a better life. Like, why are you doing that? You yeah. know, things like that. Yeah. I think I'm kind of the same way. Um, I think seasons change, people change, but uh, it's more of like a mentality. Yeah. Like you have to have some type of pursued purpose in something. Like yeah. I don't yeah. like laziness mm-hmm. just with no direction. I, I can't do that. Yeah. But I feel like, you know, seasons change, people change, priorities change. You know, you can adapt to certain things like that. But even with you saying like the direction thing, like sometimes people don't have a direction, but they do want to grow into it. So like you were saying, leading your wife, like you could lead her into that. Could For you sure. not? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. I agree with you guys. I feel like mine change based on who I'm with. Like I'll find something out that I'm like, okay, I can't deal with this yeah. kind of thing. Trial but I feel like the things that stand in every relationship, number one is hygiene and not just like looking clean because people can be like they can look clean but like be crusty like in secret like i swear 99 percent of the men in the population think they don't have to wash their hands after they use the restroom unless they like take a number two especially middle of the night like i'm convinced (laughs) (laughs) did they come and shake your hand i can't also um what else just yeah and then cleanliness like you know how you clean like i literally was talking to somebody and I don't know. Never mind. No, please. <laughs> you can't do that. I was. I went. Yeah, I don't know. Because I don't know if this person listens. And I don't want to. And I'm not trying to be a drama. Okay. I didn't think. Okay. I went to somebody's house. And it was messy. Mm-hmm. And from that moment forward, I just no, could not. I, I couldn't. No, I will never unsee that. And I don't want to be and your my mom. Thing is, if, if I'm coming over. You and you know, know I'm coming why over. Why would you not clean up? No, I'm with you on that. I got OCD. You can call whatever you want. Why would you not clean up? I can't do Like. Mess. Wouldn't you present your best self? I don't like, I mean, I can't do, I can't do filth. You yeah. gotta be clean. You gotta have hygiene. I, I feel you on that. Yeah. Even yeah. like my friends that are girls, I'm like, guys, you can't live like this. Like yeah. that is so unattractive. I feel like girls can be worse sometimes. Ugh. I had a roommate. It was bad. I can't. At one point it yeah. was like, no, I don't understand how this could go further with a guy. Like if he found out that you lived like this, he mm-hmm. would be repulsed. Yeah. I might have one that's like bad. It might get me canceled. Okay. Let it out. <laughs> I don't think I could be. <laughs> I'm scared. Say it. <laughs> it's not even bad, but like people are so like. Oh, who cares? I don't think I could be with someone that's shorter than me. <sighs> that's a preference though. I mean, that that I feel like that's okay. That's your like, preference. Yeah, I, I didn't want to get canceled for it. But I know some men who like tall women. Uh, or taller them. women. That's not my business. <laughs> <laughs> Did I get under her? All right. I have another question. I was in a barbershop recently, <laughs> and my too. barber said that he thinks, obviously, Phil. Let's just pause for Phil. You say me haircut. too? Did, did you see his haircut, though? It looks okay. I appreciate it. I really appreciate the love. I've seen better haircuts. <laughs> he said every two weeks. Finish what like you were saying. All right, um, every week. Oh, every week. <laughs> Phil got money. got money. No. Phil got money. Say what you All right. say. My barber was saying that he thinks that marriage is like dying today because there's so many <laughs> options. Because like back in the day, you were with whoever you thought was the finest woman. You had her in front of you. Like that was your wife. And nowadays you can get on Instagram and it's like, oh, this is the finest person. That's deception like, though, you know. 
It's deception. I feel like the yeah, options because been the same. You could look at someone's social media and be like, oh, I, I can kind of see how I could fit into their like life. Okay. Like yeah. we can be on a beach somewhere, somewhere doing this. That's not real. That's not real life. And then people give up something really good because they think the grass is greener on the other side. And then yeah. they realize Preach. like that is not yeah. what I thought this was. Death though. That's like real dramatic. Was he married? Well, no, he was just saying that he just don't think that our generation will get married because there's so many options. I think we will like, wait a lot longer. You can get on Tinder. You can get on uh, mm -hmm. Bumble. You can get on, like, Hinge. Like, there's just so, so, so many. Like, it's everywhere. Yeah. I options mean, to meet people, right? I mean, the options, I feel like more avenues to meet people, right? Yes. Yeah. But, I mean, it's understandable. Because we're all wanting, like, a better thing. Yeah, so you don't yeah. feel like you have to commit because you can always find something better yeah. or find something else. Yeah. Well, you're, you need to get your barber on here because clearly he has something he needs to discuss. <laughs> All right. I have another question. This is not on my paper. I'm scared. All right. Um, do you guys think that, okay, say like earlier before we started this podcast, we were talking about something. And uh, I just want to put it out there. Do you guys, is cheating a non-negotiable for you? Yes. Yep. Okay. But I, okay. <laughs> I know I literally just took a detour. Um, Okay, so my thing is this, Phil, right? When you get married and you're at a church, you say for better or for worse. That can't be your And words. no, no, no. <laughs> for me, when somebody says worse, I think of the worst thing. So what's the worst thing to me? You cheat on me and you fall in love with somebody else. It's not even the cheat on me. It's just like you end up liking the person more than me or loving the person more than me. So like in my head, when I say I do, I'm thinking of the worst thing. So for me, I feel like I would be obligated to stay in that marriage because for better or for worse. I will tell me I can leave for that mm -hmm. one. I'm not hanging on to that. I'll show my worst. And we can stay married on paper. I was actually having this conversation with a mutual friend of ours, Reynolds. And I was saying, if I got cheated on while I was married, I would probably stay married for a little while because I would feel convicted about getting a divorce or about, you know, I'm Ethiopian and they're very traditional and the idea of like getting divorced, like it's shameful to the family or whatever. So I might yeah. stay married legally, immediately hitting the streets though. Immediately, <laughs> but then now, now you're coming to Daughtry now, and he did too. Oh, we're God. even. It don't work that way. Uh, is that now. how God is going? <laughs> and I'm not judging nobody who don't believe in that. I want you to know Jesus for everybody. Even if you got some whatever you got going on, I don't. I don't judge nobody. You live your life, but you know, for me, I just there are certain convictions I'm gonna live by. Period. It's not negotiable for me. No, so no. I just don't. what are you doing? You're getting a divorce. No, now. So you I literally will let somebody reality, take away everything that you have worked for over one The action. person who took it away you is need, your partner. Absolutely. You need to it's have... It's not the oh, other person. Jesus. The point it, behind it is like the boundaries, um, understanding your relationship. I mean, you chose to get married. Yeah. You understand what that comes with. And if we're evenly yoked, we're not doing... We're not double-minded in our marriage. Like, we should have that connection. Like, you should be open, be able to talk about it. Just because things aren't going right, I don't feel like you have access to be like, okay, well, let, me, let me go don't cheat. But sometimes people feel that way. And we talked about that. So it's like, I understand. It takes time I for have them. empathy for people who don't always have. Everybody doesn't have a good marriage. Everybody are dealing with things. People are dealing with things that we may not know. Yeah. Me and mine, it's just, it's a non-negotiable. But you you didn't answer. Like, what are you doing, though? Because you told me I'm committing adultery by hitting the streets. So what are you doing if you find out your wife cheated on you? Oh, let me get this chair back up. I know. I was cracking up while you were talking because I saw we it all We fall down, but we <laughs> get up. Um, I think in the reality, I don't know if I can necessarily answer that question because I think the reality of it, 
would be harder to deal with mm-hmm. than just, you know, the perception of what it, I could say right now. Like, yeah. I have an attachment to my wife and my marriage, like deep, like in my soul. Yeah. You know what I mean, like mm-hmm. I feel like we're one body, one soul. Like that's yeah. my connection. So to think of one of us cheating is like detrimental to me. Mm-hmm. So it's hard for me to put myself in that position because I like to believe we've opened up, like we've given ourselves to each other to such an extent that would be hard to just be like, I'm done with it. Mm-hmm. Now I can say that's a non-negotiable for me, but if I'm talking about the actual truth and my emotions, what I'm going through, I don't know how I react, but to be truthful, I would rather take that pain of leaving than to sit through it Same. because one, I have kids. I don't want them to think it's okay for their partner to treat them any type of way. Yeah. But I wouldn't do that to you. I have the boundary and everything else set up for me not to do that. And I constantly renew myself in that area. You know what I mean? I expect you to do the same. Yeah. So it's, it's a non-negotiable for me. I just don't, I don't see it being okay. That's it's just. Yep. Renee, what do you think? <laughs> um, Marriage? Yeah, Bless no. Me. I don't want to be with somebody who's going to cheat on me. Dating? Dating, I've been cheated on. It oh. does suck. But at the same time, like, I have to understand that there is more issues with that person than even our whole relationship. Yep, you know what I mean? Good. It had nothing to do with me, for one. And it had nothing to do with what effort I was giving. Yep. And so I'm so secure in myself that, like, I'm able to have empathy and understand that it's, like, things could get better, but it's really the other person that has to work on it. And, and so if that person's willing to change, though, and they really put forth effort and they're like, no, I want to right my wrongs, like, who am I to judge? Because we all deserve grace. I do know. My chair leaving me again. I do know some people who've been married and there's been an infidelity in their marriage. But coming back together, they've said they have a better marriage than they ever had before. Cap. Yeah. But I just. That's not a cap. I'm. You grow from your mistakes. You really I don't, do. But I, I, see, just, I feel I like I know. I've, ever, I've been an angel. Like, you know. I know my self-worth. Same. Point blank, period. But I just know because self-worth. you know your self-worth. Maybe the person that you love doesn't know theirs. And maybe, like, that's your... What does that look like, though, when we say, like, you know, they didn't know their self-worth? Like, for me, for instance, I'll, well, in a couple of days, I'll be married for 10 years. Oh, my God. Jeez. Congratulations. Congrats. Oh, my God. So, my we've been married for 10 years, and... How old are you now? That just turned 36 last week. Okay. Oh, my. So, you've been together since you were, what, 26? Uh, 20, 26. How quick after did you guys get married? 10 months. Girl, wow, they was so quick. you knew. He you knew. knew. They were also they weren't having sex Mabu. either. They weren't having sex. So, no. you know. We were celibate. They were we running married. to the altar. over the altar, really. Slow motion. It's real. And it's, it is a conversation we had going into it. So kind of what you were talking about. That was part of our discussion, part of getting to know each other, part of our non-negotiables. <laughs> uh, yeah. But part of all that going into marriage. So to me, it's been on the table. It's clear. Yeah, okay. I expect you to be open enough to have conversations when you're starting to feel some type of yep. way or feel separation so we together can come together to fix that, not for you to go cheat and then say, yep. oops, made a mistake. My did, bad. Let's did fix you guys it. do premarital counseling? Yes, we did. Do you think that every couple should be required to do that? I do. Yeah. Yeah, me too. I do. And I think if you address that pre pre to the marriage, it's kind of like you already knew what was going to happen. So, like, if you do that, exactly. like, it's no questions. Like, yeah, like, I'm leaving We laid you. it all out on the table. Yeah. See, but my wife and I have done counseling a couple times. 
and it's not always necessarily because there's an issue. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's just good sometimes to get like an outward, you know, an outward opinion on, you know, what's going on in your marriage and kind of a redirection in in certain times and certain certain seasons of your life because the seasons are constantly changing. Perspective gets skewed. Absolutely. So you sometimes need a little bit of outside help. And I think most, a lot of people are afraid of that, afraid of the correction, afraid of being, you know, told that they're wrong or the rebuke, but. I welcome that because I feel like it's such a sense and such a, yeah. a beautiful thing and the growth that comes behind that. I'm really dealing with hurt feelings when people tell me things that aren't, you know, what I wanted to hear. Yeah. But I feel like there's an opportunity for growth behind it. I'd rather That's take good. that and keep the hurt feelings and learn from it than to not hear it or to not abide by it the to truth. begin with. Yeah, for sure. So it's yeah. like when people say the truth hurt, I'm like, the truth should not hurt. Mm-mm. I don't know. It hurts. Truth should hurt. It hurts, hurt. it hurts and makes you better. But that's also why people aren't honest is because people don't want to hear truths. And so they just tiptoe around and that doesn't make the relationship better. I think there's a in a relationship there's a white a right way to tell the truth. Yeah. Like yeah. I think there's a way to be you like say the truth in love, right? Yeah, I think there's a way to be like So the truth shouldn't hurt. But the truth hurts. Like if somebody if I'm in a relationship and somebody cheats on me and this person tells me, Hey Reynald, I cheated on you. It, the truth of that is going to hurt it's gonna hurt Your me. Your feelings are valid, however, to be able to like accept it and move forward and like find out what's best for you, you kinda have to hear it. Yes, I wanna hear it, but it does you can't say the truth hurts. Emotionally it's gonna hurt, is what yeah. you're saying. Like emotionally the truth does hurt to hear initially, right? It I, hurts. I have more respect. So let me try and phrase it. I have more <laughs> We're going in. We're like arguing the whole episode. <laughs> no, no, no. This, this is good. This episode is, is good. a debate. I love it. But the great debate. If you tell me, for instance, you're like we were talking about earlier, you're attracted to somebody else. Emotionally, yes. Initially, it's like, oh my goodness, that hurts my feelings. But it hurts your feelings because of where you thought you were at, right? Yeah. In your marriage or your relationship. But the truth, knowing the truth should give me some type of perspective to grow off of. It shouldn't keep me in a place of pain and hurt Unless I'm dealing with something on my own. Yeah. I don't know. Because if it's something like, if they if the truth is, I just don't feel like you're giving me enough attention or enough time, there's something you could do to remedy that. Right. Yeah. If somebody tells you, I was at the gym today and I saw this girl and she was bad as hell and I'm not going to lie. I had some like thoughts about her. How do you remedy that? That's just going to hurt and you're stuck. Like, how do you fix it? I'm not going to get hotter. <laughs> I'm not going to look like, like, how do you fix that? I think that's a conversation like that digs deep down into what you've been missing in your, your relationship to begin with. Yeah. You have to know how to talk to your partner. Like, I, I don't want it. I don't, I don't, don't, don't want to hear you tell me somebody is fine. Like, so are we, I, like if we're both in the car and we both see somebody like, Oh, like, Oh, that person's fine. Okay. Yeah. Like funny. Ha ha. But like, if you tell me you were at the gym and you saw somebody and they took your breath, I don't want to know. I see people that take my breath away every day, but I ain't going to get on the phone with somebody I like. But, Maybe hey. I have issues because I want to know that. I don't want to know. Why? No, no, no. Why? Because <laughs> that wouldn't bother me if my wife told me she found somebody attractive. I can't yeah. be the only person in the world that you <sighs> find attractive. Oh, if that God. bothers me, I, I feel like that's something, weird. that's a self-reflection. What am I worried about you finding someone else attractive for? But there's boundaries with that. Yes, you, know? you have to I'm have not boundaries. worried about it, but I don't need to know because I'm not going to tell you. <laughs> I mean, should. I, I, I wish you like, could okay. get a whole camera view of his body language right now. I don't. I don't. And, and maybe, okay, I do. Maybe I do like struggle with insecurities, but I just don't need to know all that. Well, do you think by knowing that it's going to lead somewhere else? 
Because in my head, every time I see somebody that looks like this person, or if I see them, see that person and that person interacting, I'm gonna feel. <laughs> oh, okay. yeah. That's, yeah, that's, 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 that's also too like control. You can't yes, control that's issue like yourself. what your partner is gonna be attracted yes, and, to. and that's and that's why I have you know I stopped going through phones and all that because God has delivered me. I've never done that. I want to do it so bad. <laughs> no, but no. I, I'm not going through that. Don't ever do it. You don't need to do nothing. Worst no. decision ever. It is. Why? Because you found stuff. Yes, but also that right there is such lack of trust yes to begin and if with. i i will never it's been years since i've checked a phone yeah years because it's just like if that's you so rude it, you know like an, another that, reason but why. also like i should be able to ask my partner can i see your phone oh yeah and i get would the do truth, that you know but I mean, like i'm not gonna hack but i've had those feelings <laughs> oh, i definitely for you know when i'm in my own like feelings i'm like oh, God, I wanna yeah, go it just that. seems but invigorating to. to like see some like yeah. text messages that shouldn't be there or something like it seems so funny. and if you're yeah. looking you're gonna get what it's you're not. looking for every time it literally makes you feel so awful about yourself i don't think so somebody can say hello and you'd be like oh so yeah telling people it doesn't hello? matter what oh, it no, is you're like sensitive who is t- um tammy it's like their mother <laughs> <laughs> no but that's I our just, uber driver but wouldn't you like i feel like yes it's gonna hurt but i would be glad that i saw it then than like it going on without me knowing. Do you but need, that's control then, yes. you know? Do you need closure to situations when they happen? Wait, what do you Like mean? If, if, if something happens in your relationship, do you need the closure, like the explanation versus seeing the action? Like to yeah. me, before you look through somebody's phone, you're already feeling something. There's already been something that's happened that true. either you, you yeah. disregarded, so you want to go look for it on your own. Yeah. True. But yes, I mean, if I found out somebody cheated on me, I'd want to know where, like, how'd you meet? Like, what's their middle name? Like, that's how different. many times? Like, that's like the that only too. thing I could yeah. I don't want to know why. Code, no, I'm knowing every and detail. And personality, if somebody cheats on me, I don't want to know the extras. I want to know every single detail. I don't want to know the detail. Detail. detail down you do? to, yes. Every detail, I'm insane. I want to know the time. I want to be happy. Reynold, so, like, when you get into a relationship, you don't ask the person, like, questions about like their exes and stuff because that's my favorite I activity. love that part that's my favorite thing like, tell to me do. I don't I want to know who the exes are just in case we out in public and I hate being embarrassed <laughs> like don't have don't be key 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 and like y'all like y'all didn't have sex because that's gonna make me uncomfortable yeah but what if they don't even acknowledge that person don't, a, just, don't acknowledge. That's perfect. Yeah. Don't acknowledge. You don't need to speak. There's nothing to speak about. I'm here. Yeah. <laughs> Hello. I'm your future and your forever. So, FF. Wait, you have you guys them. seen? <laughs> hey, hallelujah. Have Wait, you guys they, seen the ultimatum? I love that. Oh, girl, I love it. I love it. I, love it. I, love I just it. finished watching it. Yesterday. You finished? I'm not Insane. Done All right. Insane. One more question. All right. What is one piece of dating, single, or marriage advice that has stuck with you forever? I have one, actually. Okay. Wow. I didn't even... No, that question was coming. The fact that this came to Holy me like that. Spirit off the fresh Holy press of the Holy Spirit Ghost. Activate. No, but somebody told me, and it had nothing to do with the relationships. They just said that you only have 100% of you, right? And when you're in a relationship or you pick up a new hobby or you meet a new friend, a small percentage of you is going to go to that person. Yeah. So if you're giving, like, even if it's only 30% of you to this new relationship, you're only going to have 70% left. Yeah. And if that becomes like a detriment to your life, then that person should not be in your life. Like, even if they're taking 30% away, they should be feeding back into you, pouring into you, like making you stronger. And if that's not happening, then it's like you need to reevaluate yourself. So that's my word of the day. <laughs> I don't know why this came to mind, but it's maybe related. Um, 
don't have kids with someone you can't like you can marry whoever you want but have kids with someone that you know that like you're gonna be able to have to spend the rest of your life with yeah because you can get divorced if you want you can separate you can do all that you can never speak again but you have kids with someone oh forever that is never going away that will always be the mother or father of your child Harold and renee yeah. mm-hmm. <laughs> they stuck in each other's lives forever. <laughs> forever that's like so long so yeah i think uh <laughs> that's like so long <laughs> You don't even get to be married to the person. You just stuck together. Yeah. How awful. I'm good. Um, honest vulnerability and forgiveness. Yeah. Because I feel like so much comes with vulnerability. You yeah. can be your true self and I can work with who you actually are. I think there's so much power in that of you understanding where you're at and giving that. I think that opens the door for you to give yourself to me. And yeah. I think forgiveness, because I think any relationship we're not perfect and I think things always happen, but that forgiveness is always going to be key. Like you have to marriage is forgiveness. Yeah. Constantly. That's good. I don't know. For me, I probably would say, I always, I always say this. You can do better by yourself. So my thing is if I'm going to be with somebody. You need, we need, you need to be we need coming up because I can do better by myself. I can bring myself I down. I love that. So when you get, when we get together, Oh, I thought you were saying you can compliment. do better by yourself. I can do better by myself. <laughs> like, I don't, why would I, like, why would I get somebody to bring my life? No, we need to be cool. <laughs> somebody who compliments you. And it's up, and it's up, and it's up, and yeah. it's up, and it's up. Ours kind of <laughs> overlap what we said. Yes. Yeah. Maybe we should be together. I've been saying this for so long. <laughs> oh my gosh. All I love people. you. I love you too. Luna, will you marry me? <laughs> I'm kidding. <laughs> What's wrong with y'all tonight? <laughs> <laughs> People really don't think we like each other. Do we not? We do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> All right, we're wrapping up this episode, but we cannot close without a segment. One eight hundred ask us saying, "Hey, saints and ain'ts, I am currently dating a girl, and I recently met someone else. It was super organic, and I am starting to like this other girl. I'm a loyal guy, and I honestly don't know what to do. I think this new girl really has some qualities I've always wanted in a partner. However, me and my current girlfriend have been together for three years. What should I do? Get rid of the first girl." Yeah, unfortunately, like, I feel like once your mind starts I, wandering. I know, Mr. <laughs> no cheat. Is it, well, look at yeah, it this exactly. way. Yeah, exactly. He won't Listen cheat. Listen to what I'm saying. If you was in love, so on and so forth with the first girl and all this other stuff, why was your eye wandering to find a second one to build well, a relationship? Well, he said with? it was organic. What's, so he, he didn't find her on Tinder. He found her walking down the street. Well, or I mean, or, organic, like, organic conversation is like, I have met people... It had an organic exchange. Like, we Sir, meet at church. Organic boundaries. Let's start there. <laughs> no, no. Start you organic is like, okay, we meet at church. We have a good conversation. Now I kind of like you. Boundaries. Boundaries. He said, I'm a loyal guy. Where are your boundaries, sir? Yeah. I mean, to be fair, he hasn't cheated. He hasn't. That is, that's, Mentally, he gone. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But no, he has to leave the first person. True. Like, there's no conversation. There's yeah. something wrong in the first relationship to make him want to wander anyway. Yeah. He's or with satisfied. Himself. And yeah, I believe you're single until you're married. I used to. I'm, I'm with you on that one, brother. I, you're single until you're married. I am with you. And you could change your mind. My mom always said you could change your mind when you get new information. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> so if I That's get new word. information That's about you today, <laughs> you could be gone tomorrow <laughs> in Jesus' name. And that's on Black Lives Matter. All right, it's time for our benediction, but I cannot let you leave without the word of the day. And today, the word of the day is just shut up and pray. A lot of times we be talking about stuff. We be complaining. Oh, it ain't working out. Things ain't happening for me. Shut up and pray. Please. And guess what? I have these hats for sale, and uh, they'll be in the bio, and uh, you can get one. For those who don't read the bio, where can we get them at? 
uh, I'll have a link by the time I post this episode. Yeah. And they look good on girls too. I tried. Yes, on. I look, yeah, look really on. good with the sure. hat on. Oh God, don't show my hair. What if I look horrible? Oh, show the haircut. Oh, oh, show the haircut. Oh, oh my God. I want to pray for you. I want to lay hands on you. You're covering your hair. (laughs) My hairline. (laughs) Praise the Lord. (laughs) Okay. Praise the Lord. Shout out to my barber. I'm not going to be next to Phil without a haircut. Shout out to my barber. Joe the barber. The man's my barber. doing it for the community. Reynolds barber. No, let me tell you something. And women, if you see a man with a hairline like this, you ain't got to worry about who's still married. Run! Actually, no. We learned from that. You? What did you learn from that? I did. What did you learn? That it's important. A hairline? <laughs> a strong hair? It's, it's cleanliness, right? You love a strong hairline? I do. I, I've realized now how so important it is. So you're a 65-year-old. You wanted to. Do you have a strong hairline? <laughs> what did the hairline do hair? to you? Nothing. It just it just makes you look put together. All right. right. Where am so I at? What does it do to you? All right, if you're a business owner <laughs> or you would like to sponsor Obviously an episode of the Not Safe for Church podcast, please email the Not Safe for Church podcast at gmail.com. I would like to thank my sponsors, my co-hosts, and I want you to like, comment, and subscribe. Like, comment, and subscribe. Do it right now. Amen, amen, I want to thank Sierra Saylor. She sponsored the last episode, episode nine and episode 10 today. Um, thank you, Claiborne Loose, for this awesome music. And don't forget to follow us on NSFC Podcast. To the next time, Jesus is for everybody. Thank you.